Hello, everyone. What is up? Welcome back to Young, Wild, and Gluten-Free. I'm your host, Sophie Stazone, and I am so excited to be back for my second episode today. So today is going to be a little bit more different. Last time, I kind of gave you guys a little bit of a rundown on what my life was like, my celiac story, my diagnosis. Today, it's going to be more of a story time type podcast, and I'm really excited to be able to talk to you guys again today. So let's just jump right in. So I told you guys last week that I am a junior in college. So this story is going to go back a few years when I was in high school. So I found out that I had celiac when I was a senior in high school. So I lived literally my entire life just eating glue and eating whatever I wanted. So when I first got diagnosed, I for some reason was very embarrassed to tell people I'd never wanted to go out to eat. I never wanted to like do anything with anyone that involved food because I just was like embarrassed to tell people that I had celiac. As I got older, it definitely has gotten better. I'd say now I don't really care as much, but if I meet new people, I'm way more reluctant to go get food with them just because, I don't know, some people are very weird about food allergies and just like to make fun. Okay, so back to the story time. I was diagnosed with celiac probably, I think, in February, and this story takes place in May. So I just had celiac probably for three to four months. I was still getting very used to things. I still had to change my diet around completely. And if you have celiac or know anyone with celiac, you can probably ask them. I don't know if this is just me, but I was very embarrassed for some reason just to tell people that I had celiac. I was so embarrassed to go out to eat. You could literally have been my best friend at the time, and I would have been like, no, I don't want to go out to eat with you. Like, I'm embarrassed. Even my own sister and brother, I was like, no, like, I don't want to. Like, this is embarrassing. Even sometimes now, I will be out with my friends. Like, for example, we went out to an ice cream shop a few weeks ago, and I didn't know if their ice cream was gluten-free, and my friend was like, I'll just ask for you because I know you want it, and she literally went up and asked for me because I was embarrassed. So I still get like that sometimes, but at this time, it was really, really bad where I just didn't want to do anything with anybody. Okay, so for today's story time, I'm going to be talking about my first date. So this guy who I went on a date with, I actually ended up going to prom with, and it was funny because, again, like I said before, this is the time when I was very embarrassed of not being able to eat gluten, I didn't want to be a burden to anybody because that's really how I felt. Even sometimes now, it's hard to want to go out to eat with people because you feel like they all have to work around you. But this is what it is, just having celiac. That's kind of how your life is. So anyway, so this was the night that he asked me to prom. I met him in a parking lot somewhere, and then I got into his car. We drove together. We were trying to figure out where to eat, and he was like, oh, I really want buffalo wild wings. And I cannot eat. Buffalo Wild Wings. Anyone who can't eat gluten can't eat that. That is probably a celiac person's worst nightmare is Buffalo Wild Wings. You just can't eat there if you have celiac or just you're not eating gluten because it's all fried food. It's all in the same fryer as breadcrumbs. You can't get anything. You possibly could even get a salad, but even then, I don't know how much cross-contamination happens back there. So we're in the car, and he's like, I really want Buffalo Wild Wings. Me being just the worst I was like oh my god that yeah it's totally fine like I I ate before I came here like let's just go to Buffalo Wild Wings that's what you really want like that's totally fine with me and he knew that I had celiac and I explained that I couldn't eat there but I think this man really wanted Buffalo Wild Wings so we do end up going to Buffalo Wild Wings he orders his food I get a water you know as I should because that's probably the only thing on the menu that I can eat so it was just 
so uncomfortable because I'm sitting there, this man is eating, and I am not eating at all. It was just, imagine that being your first date. You go to a restaurant you can't even eat at, and that's, and that's what it is. So I can say that I have had so many more experiences like that where I've just felt like such a burden, and I didn't want people to feel that they couldn't eat somewhere because they were with me or whatnot. Um, so you know what? It happens. This same man I went to prom with, and even at the prom, I was so embarrassed for whatever reason to ask the like catering company for the gluten-free dish. I just, guys, if you have celiac and you're going on a date or you're going out with your friends, they ain't your friends if they They're are not, not bending where to eat for you. If they were your friends, they would want to eat somewhere that you would be included and where you could eat. So don't feel like a burden. That's like the number one thing I feel like I've learned these past few years is that you're not a burden. If you have the right group of friends, they will want to eat where you want to eat. And don't settle. If you're hungry, girl, you hungry, get some food, like go to a restaurant. You shouldn't have to feel like you can't eat. Another story I have for you guys is this story haunts me till this day, actually, still, because I was just such an idiot. So this goes back to freshman year of college. I probably had celiac for, I don't know, maybe a little less than a year at this point. And I was going over my friend's house. She was my big in my sorority, and I was going over to her house, and she wanted to have, like, a pasta night. And she knew that I had celiac. She knew that I couldn't have gluten. So we go over to her house, and she's cooking pasta on a stove. She has the gluten-free pasta in a separate pot and her regular pasta in another pot. So I see that as she's stirring it, she's using the same spoon to stir the regular pasta with the gluten-free pasta. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die if I eat this, but I feel so bad telling her that I can't eat this like, because she's making me food. like She spent money on pasta. I was like, but I'm going to die because the regular pasta water is going into my gluten-free pasta water. So I literally didn't say anything to her about it, and I just let her use the same spoon for the pastas. Um. And then we were, like, she put sauces on it, whatever, and we sat down to eat it. And I remember I ate, like, a single noodle. And I, w I felt so bad that I didn't eat it. And I was like, she probably thinks that I think it's disgusting. But it just was because I didn't want to die. I don't even actually – I don't think I got sick from that, which is crazy. I got so lucky that time because cross-contamination with celiac is, like, insane. Um, but, yeah, this is another tip. If you, like, see someone messing around with gluten and there's cross-contamination happening, like, speak up for yourself. I've learned that, too, along the way. It's, like, not worth getting sick because I know that everyone has different symptoms. Um, mine, in specific, is that I get really bad stomach pains. So if I did eat the pasta and get sick that night, I would have been so sick and for what? Because I didn't speak up about something, like, having something that's just not embarrassing. I think now – it's way more easier just to talk about it and, like, tell people and explain. I mean, now I don't really care because it's, like, I've been living with this for three years, and as I get older, it will only get easier. But, you know, it's it's something that you have to learn along the way just to speak up for yourself. You know, if you want to go somewhere to eat, you go there to eat. Like, don't let someone take you on a date when you can't eat there, and don't let someone use water that contaminates, you know, because people don't know. It's hard. A lot of people don't understand you know, the circumstances to how serious celiac disease is. So 
it's up to yourself to just kind of take charge, stand up for yourself. I believe in you guys. If you can do it, I can do it. Okay, so I thought it would be super fun for my podcast each week to just close out with a funny story or a quote. Last week I did a quote, so this week I figured it'd be cool to do a story. I found this on Reddit. It's from a troughing, and she says, This Thanksgiving, my aunt told me about how she'd made the Chex Mix gluten-free. Chex Mix is about the height of her culinary abilities, so making it gluten-free was an unusually thoughtful gesture on her part. And then she goes, I forgot and dumped a bunch of pretzels in it. You can still eat it though, right? She said, well, A for effort at least. I can definitely relate to that. Uh, I know so many times when people have just like cross-contaminated something and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You'll be fine though, right? And I'm like, no, no, I, I won't be, but it's okay. <laughs> I also found another thing that I thought was super funny that I was talking to my friends about today and I was saying how I love when somebody asks me, like, can you eat potatoes and rice? That's probably the most common question I get asked. Like, I had a bag of potato chips today, and my friend was like, you can eat those? And I laughed because I was like, yes, I can eat potato chips. They are just made out of potatoes. So I think that's super funny that that's a super common question that I feel like most people who are gluten-free or have celiac get asked. All right, guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in again to my podcast episode this week. Please subscribe if you like and tune in every Thursday at 7 p.m. Next week's episode, I'm really excited for. You guys will have to tune in to find out what that's about. I also just started a TikTok page. It's called young.wild and gluten-free. Again, it's young.wild and gluten-free on TikTok. So if you guys want to go give that a follow, by the time I post this, uh, my first post should be up. So make sure to go like and comment that. Again, message me. I'd love to hear from you guys, just talk to you guys, whatever. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week. And remember to stay gluten-free.